never doubt yourself. I think uh, every one of us uh, reaches that point where you are thinking like, do I need this in my life? Why am I working 16 hours a day? <laughs> like all founders that I know <laughs> are doing that, are going to, through that stage and they feel that they are alone, that uh, it was something that they did wrong. But I think that's just part of entrepreneurship. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Barbara Maheshwari of Remote Bob. Barbara, it's awesome to have you on the show. Hi, thank you for having me. No problem. Super excited to have you on. Hopefully I didn't butcher your, your last name too badly. And uh, before we jumped in, I wanted to read a little bit more about Barbara. And Barbara is currently building the biggest virtual assistant hub in Europe, Remote Bob. She is a go-to market consultant working across the UK, UAE, Croatia, and India. Barbara was the youngest graduate from the executive MBA school in Contrulia, and she is passionate about helping people in building businesses. Barbara, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Uh, yes. Awesome. Well, let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit and hear a little bit more on how you got started. Could you take case through your CEO story? Will you get started with all the awesome work you're doing? Uh, yes. Actually, um, when I was 17, I was on my own. I was uh, doing four jobs. I was selling ice creams and uh, I was just watching these uh, movies and thinking, oh, one day that will be me. Um, and then uh, my first company was in uh, event management. I was just at the right place at the right time. I had a friend who got a job for Coca-Cola. She was working as brand manager and she was telling me that uh, she is uh, feeling so overwhelmed because uh, she has to organize 60 events in the summer and there was no event management agency in our region, like on the coast of Croatia. So I just started helping her out, organizing events, just to be a good friend. And then I registered page on Facebook and um, all big brands from um, Capital were desperate to get any agency on the coast uh, because it was like a hot uh, tourist season. So they had many, many events and it was really expensive and complicated to send people from Capital. So basically in first 30 days, I got big contracts with brands like Johnny Walker, Smirnoff, Captain Morgan. I even did one event for Ernst & Young. We did some events for like a European Parliament. So I hired uh, around 60 people in one month. Nice. And that's how it all started. And ever since then, I've been uh, launching businesses, growing businesses and consulting other business owners. Nice. I definitely appreciate that. Sounds like you're a serial entrepreneur. You, you kind of have that fix and that bug and you keep, uh, you know, running with that. But I love how the organic part of, you know, everything that you started. I think so many times uh, if we go through the things that we're passionate about or we see, we see problems and we solve them, sometimes for those around us, it starts to kind of um, snowball into other opportunities that we have as well, too. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think when we are uh, passionate about something, when we are not actually doing it for money, that's when things happen. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I wanted to drill down a little bit more and hear about Remote Bob. Could you take us through a little bit more about what you're doing with your clients there and how you serve them? Yes. So uh, it started when I was uh, working as go-to-market consultant. I was helping founders to uh, set up their business uh, to grow it faster. And I noticed that actually most of them, they know what they have to do, but they all have the same problem, lack of time. Uh, it's simply like um, not so many hours in a day. You end up dealing with suppliers, with admin, with forms, with contracts, invoices, uh, searching for speaking gigs, uh, generating leads. And then in the end, uh, you get like one hour left for business strategy and for things that directors should be doing. So I decided to start, uh, initially I was trying to find just someone reliable to handle these things for myself. And then I realized there's nothing like that on the market. I just decided to start Remote Bob and train these virtual assistants to uh, be able to do everything that the startup needs to grow. Uh, so now uh, we are helping our clients to focus on their core business while we are handling all these repetitive admin and marketing tasks. And at this point, we have two services. One is dedicated VA, basically just your go-to person for variety of tasks like that uh, Donna from Suits. And our uh, second uh, service is uh, fixed growth packages. So if you don't have time to delegate, you don't want to be uh, in touch with your assistant on a daily basis. Uh, you, you just want to come to us and say, I want to improve uh, like engagement of my social media pages. Uh, and we already have action plan, uh, pre-made packages. You'll get reports about results every Friday. It's quite convenient for early stage startups. Nice. I, de I definitely appreciate that. I, I often say, you know, it's not the number of hours you have, it's how you leverage them. And as you said, like, uh, I think so many times as business owners or startups, you know, you're trying to do all of the things and hold on to all of the things. But I think really understanding as quickly as possible, like, what your core competency, competency is, what your zone of genius is, and leaning more on that and being able to have like a great team, like you've been able to kind of help, you know, build and create to, to be able to get those things done so that you don't have to give up either or you can do both and, and, and do it very, very well. I agree. Uh, only when we delegate everything else, we can actually be focused and uh, excel in our business. Yeah, absolutely. And so what would you consider to be what I call your secret sauce? The thing you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique. It could be yourself or your business or a combination of both. Uh, well, I feel um, the main difference is usually when you get a virtual assistant, you have to tell them exactly what to do and how. With us, uh, it's enough just if you tell us your goals and we already have action plan. We already know exactly what to do, when and how and you'll just start getting results. And then on top of it, uh, most other virtual assistant agencies are just uh, doing matchmaking. They connect you with the VA. In our case, we also have a project manager who is supervising them and making sure that they are on the track, that everything is delivered on time within the highest quality standards. So uh, usually when you get someone, you still have that feeling like that they understand the task, um, are they on track? I have to check. I have to pull up. How is it going to look like? In this case, we like remote Bob is uh, guaranteeing that it will be done. If that we can't handle it, we will sort it out. So it's kind of that uh, safety net that you are getting. 
Yeah. And I think it speaks to like a lot of times when, you know, sometimes people say, oh, just, you know, hire a virtual assistant and not realizing that there's, you know, different levels, I guess, to to hiring a, a virtual assistant. And I think that you spoke to one of those aspects that a lot of people don't realize that they have to do, which is to check and make sure somebody's doing the work or also training the person. So I love that you kind of, when you built everything understood, like those are some of the pain points that people have when bringing on, you know, team members or delegating and you decided to build that directly in. So they don't have to, you know, those leaders don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I agree. Well, we were doing uh, market research. Uh, most of our potential clients were saying, well, I have so many things to do and I have so many things that I would like to delegate, but simply it feels that it would took longer to explain someone what exactly is that I need. So that really got us thinking how to fix that problem. And that's how, that that's why we did everything in such a, small details that uh, even those clients that are used to micromanage and have everything under control can still be happy with the service. Yeah, that's absolutely huge. I'm sure a lot of people who have had, you know, a hire that maybe didn't go as well as they would have hoped have, have said, why don't I just do it myself since I have to, you know, tell you how to do it and then redo it. You know, uh, you being able to kind of understand that, hear that, do that market research and, and to, to, uh, to present a solution is absolutely huge. So Definitely appreciate that. And so I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Um, I would say it's just uh, the persistency and resourcefulness. Uh, I have strong belief and my favorite quote that there is only one difference between successful and unsuccessful people. Unsuccessful people fail and give up and successful people fail and try again. <laughs> so I think uh, many people when they are starting business, they are thinking, oh my God, what if it doesn't work out? It will be a huge disaster. My self-confidence will be ruined. Well, actually they should be thinking well, if it doesn't work, I have to pivot and find a different strategy to, to make it work and do that as many times as you have to until you make it a big success. So I think just um, doing that and having these small celebrations um, after we land some big clients, after we get a big press release, like celebrating and keeping that um, energy and enthusiasm going. Yeah, I love that. And I appreciate that quote. And I think so many times people, you know, have um, the wrong, I guess, perception of failure and not realizing that the people that become successful um, become successful because of failure, because they have those experiences, they learn from them, they pivot, as you said. Um, and I think I, I read a quote, I think it might've been Robert Kiyosaki. He said that uh, I found out that nine out of 10 businesses fail. So I decided to start 10 businesses. And when you start to have that mindset and you understand that it's only going to give you more knowledge and information to get bigger and better. And, and as long as you're drilled in on like, I'm going to be successful, you're going to find a way in order to make that happen exactly i agree 100 <laughs> percent. nice and so uh i wanted to ask you now for what i call a ceo nugget so that could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice it might be something you would tell a client or if you have to do a time machine you might tell your younger business self uh i would just uh say uh never doubt yourself i think uh, every one of us uh, reaches that point where you are thinking like do I need this in my life why am I working 16 hours a day <laughs> like all founders that I know <laughs> are doing that are going to through that stage and they 
feel that they are alone, that uh, it was something that they did wrong. But I think that's just part of entrepreneurship and that's just standard package. So I think it's important to remember if you reach that stage, just keep going. Yeah, I appreciate that. I love how you said standard package, because I think so many times um, a lot of people, especially when they start stuff, they don't necessarily realize that. And I think that's to the detriment, because if you understand that it is standard package, this is part of the process, while it definitely does, you know, become frustrating and suck, you know, when it's happening. I think if you understand that's part of the process, you you know that once you get on the other side, then, you know, success will, will follow and you have those opportunities to kind of grow and get better. But I think if we, we don't remind ourselves of that, we don't really understand that it's part of the process, then, you know, a lot of times people stop before they get the opportunity to see that success. Yeah, and also I think uh, focusing on opportunities. And I mean, it sounds silly, but usually people are saying, well, investor told me that I need to develop software, but I don't have uh, enough funding to hire developers. And people see it as, oh my God, it's an obstacle, but you should actually focus on opportunities. Maybe you can get a co-founder that can develop that technology for you. So I think... uh, like accepting no for an answer should not be part of your uh, strategy. Just like finding a way always somehow. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there was a quote that I heard that said, uh, you know, I don't need to increase my resources. I need to increase my resourcefulness. And that's finding those ways, finding those opportunities, as you said so well, of how to make it happen, whether it be partnering with somebody, uh, finding an intern or something like that. But you just kind of roll up your, your, I guess, your your brain sleeve, so to speak. And then you go to work and try to figure out whatever strategy can make that go to come to fruition. Yeah. Believing in yourself and believing that everything is possible and then uh, we will actually attract that in our lives. Mm-hmm. If you believe it's possible, uh, then you can definitely make it possible. So definitely appreciate that. And so now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Barbara, what does being a CEO mean to you? Uh, for me, it's a lifestyle. And I think it's the only uh, job in the world where you can do different things every day it's like having completely different job every day one day you are dealing with finance one day you are dealing with marketing one day you are writing copy for your new commercial Uh, one day you are uh, hiring people or firing them or managing them like it's crazy i i would say it's not even a job it's a lifestyle Nice. Yeah, I definitely appreciate that. And, you know, as you talked about that passion piece, especially if you're really passionate about what it is that you're creating or creating anything in general, as most entrepreneurs are, they start to see opportunity after opportunity. I think it becomes that lifestyle that you talked about. And it's not something that, you know, you necessarily do. It's something that is who you are. It's like part of your being. And I think when you start to to really step into that and you understand that, um, again, it gives you that opportunity to kind of continue to create, continue to kind of see what you can do better and, and just kind of snowball from there yeah awesome 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 well barbara truly appreciate that definition and i appreciate your time even more what i wanted to do is just pass you the mic so to speak just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know and of course how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on um they can just visit our website remote bob uh, if they submit contact form and mention uh, the name of uh, your podcast, they'll be entitled for some special deals. 
Nice. Well, I definitely appreciate that. We will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, to make it easier for everybody. But definitely appreciate you, Barbara, for all the awesome work that you're doing, your time today. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.